fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 It is Sunday, May 1st, 2011. A very, very solemn day. Uh, episode 77 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt, and this is Sandy. Hello, Sandy. Hello. Not doing so hot. I hate to say it. Uh, we were at the forefront as Montana as a whole. Uh, in the medical marijuana industry, we were leaders, we were pioneers, we were producing some of the most amazing, legitimately medical strains that the nation has ever seen. Very high CBD strains, very special, very targeted. Uh, a lot of those genetics were lost in the raids. And even more may be lost June 30th. S- and starting July 1st, I hear... Uh, that's the end of it. Everything's supposed to be turned over. So it's been a while since we've talked to everyone. We've had some scheduling difficulties uh, because of, obviously, what's... I have to get a job. What's <laughs> going on here. You have to get a job, and I'm really glad that I didn't quit mine, you know? like, And it, that sucks because we had such great, amazing vision for what we were going to do. We were going to help people. We were going to support ourselves, and it was going to be brilliant. And now it's like this whole house of cards has just come crumbling down Poof, around us. It's gone. Just like that. So I'm, last we talked, HB161 uh, was getting veto branded. And gone. we were we had high spirits. Haha. Yeah. We were happy. We were we were well, looking and forward. Schweitzer was saying it was unconstitutional. Absolutely. Then we, we see a medical... 423 was unconstitutional. Right. So there was 161, which was repeal. 423, which was repeal light. Uh, he brand vetoes repeal, so we're we're good there. And then we get a, a an alert that says he did an interview and says that 423 is unconstitutional, which means how in in your political, ethical morality, how can you bring yourself to not veto a piece of legislation that is unconstitutional? That's a no brainer. You would think, and but then so politics. then, yeah. But so then, it comes out that he's not going to veto it, but he's not going to sign it into law. And uh, law, state law is different, obviously, state to state. What Montana state law says is that he has ten days, basically, to mm-hmm. veto or sign it in. If he does neither of those things, it automatically becomes law. Right. So his lack of doing what he should do constitutionally is going to cause this piece of legislation to come into to full effect, y'all. And July 1st, there was a quote in a, an article that interviewed him. He said, July 1st, that's it. Yep. So if you're in the chat, uh, you guys are watching this live, you can call us, 406-204-4687. Express your discontent, your 
your concerns. Please, no death threats. No, let's let's keep this mature. Yes, coming from me. Let's let's try and keep this mature. I just don't want to get flagged in some database because death threats were made on my show. And also, if you're in the chat, I'm going to give you a link. That's the link to Brian Schweitzer's Facebook page as a politician. You can like that page and then you can leave a comment. Uh, how do you feel about this? There's one mode of letting him know. Mm-hmm. You can also call. There's numbers. There's all that stuff. You guys you know it's on the forums. You can still call his and- office, 406-444-3111. Yep. And, uh, and it's, I can't believe I have that memorized, but. And then I also, <laughs> if you're in the live chat, here is a link to what we are going to have to deal with. There's 423. There's Senate Bill 423. Possibly, and I don't look at many pieces of legislation, Possibly one of the most disgusting pieces of unconstitutional crap I've ever seen in my life. And I'm appalled that my tax dollars got spent on people thinking that this is a good idea. This is disgusting. This is terrible. A lot of people were unemployed. Uh, A lot of those people got jobs and opened up shops. And now they're going to be back unemployed again. Some of those people probably took their last few paychecks from their unemployment and invested in getting a new business going, breathing life into this dead ghost town economy you've all helpful have been so helpful to, to create. And now they have nothing, and they have more than nothing because they have all this equipment they can do nothing with. The electric company, they're going to notice a little decrease in their uh, business. Uh, I feel bad for all of the landowners that finally got someone to rent their stupid building, and now nothing can be done with it. That was another thing they threw into 423, is that providers and users have to either live in property that's under their name, or have a written statement that their landlord acknowledges that that is what they are doing and is okay with it. I know a good handful of people that are uncomfortable talking to their landlord about it because a lot of landlords uh, don't want you there if you're using it or growing it. They see it as a liability. Yep. And so, I mean, that right there is giving power to your landlord doesn't shouldn't be able to determine what kinds of medication you use. Right. They don't want you smoking inside. That's fine. Don't smoke inside. But, you know, just be, you know, discreet. Yeah, not everyone can be lucky enough to have a landlord that actually respects you and doesn't treat you like a second-class citizen because you choose to smoke pot rather than drink booze. Like, right. get, get out of here. Right. It's ridiculous. So, and I'd like to, uh, we'll go through some comments here that people have been leaving on Schweitzer's Facebook page. Uh, but first, let's let's discuss the, uh, the article that kind of deals the blow to this, what could have been a, a beautiful thing. Uh, This is out of the Bozeman Chronicle. Um, Governor Brian Schweitzer will allow a major overhaul of Montana's Medical Marijuana Act to become law, he says uh, in an editorial Friday afternoon. Schweitzer was highly critical of the reform bill, which will allow caregivers to serve no more than three patients and bar people from accepting money for medical marijuana. And so, honestly, there is a bright side to this. I am so glad that now I can go to the pharmacy and get my medication for free. Like that, that was a huge expense. Yeah. $230 Be- 
because every Big time is going to start handing it out for free now. Right. They have to. If if you have to give your medicine away for free, then that should translate to the pharmaceutical companies as well. Mm-hmm. They're simple as that. They should want to do it out of, you know. Yeah. Your providers do no harm, right? right? Come on. They're trying to help people, aren't they? Exactly. Why, why are you trying to make money and price gouge and, you know, make people go bankrupt when they get sick? Are you, are, are you not in this business because of the compassion? Oh, you're in the business to make money? Really? Yeah, Can you and do that? And it's not even... Because uh, we can't. Most so. of the caregivers in town tried to keep their prices all about the same and low so that people could afford it. Because there was enough business to go around. Right. Pharmaceutical industries don't look at it that way. They don't start lowering prices because, you know, they they want to try to help keep everybody in it. Every business needs to bring some kind of money in, whether it's a donation or it's actually charging for your product. One of the That's two capitalism, things right? right? Isn't that capitalism? And so, you know, when I'm complaining about the fact that ca- that providers is what they're supposed to be called now can't charge for marijuana, it's the not provider. because I think that they should be able to make a ton of money. It's because every business needs money to survive. None of us right, I can't go, can afford to grow for free. I can't go to the grocery store and say, but I'm hungry. Have some compassion and feed me. Like, we have a system in place. Why does medical marijuana have to be this weird, you have to be related, and you can only grow for three people, but if you're a patient, then only two people? Like, why? You're trying to make it as expensive and as difficult to get a card or to be a provider or to even function in this industry, which is no longer an industry anymore, thank you. What is the purpose of that? Do you want everyone to just say fuck you and go back to the black market? Because basically that's what this is doing. And I don't blame them. You're treating your people like shit. How the hell do you expect to get reelected when you treat your people like criminals? You treat us like shit. We're not going to vote for you when you treat us like that. It's going to be interesting to see how Schweitzer's numbers change from last election to this election. Yeah. You had our back. You were were doing so good. Were you not tasked with creating more jobs and saving this economy? The only thing this is going to create jobs in is the private prison sector. Do you have buddies that own prisons that are like, thank you so much, Schweitzer. Thank you. Because that's all you're doing. Why do we need to put these people in jail? Because you say that they're a criminal. Because of what? If you believe in something, you should firmly stand by that belief. And standing up saying, this is wrong, this is unconstitutional, it's not feasible, it's, you know, all these other things. And then to say, but I'm going to let it be law. Doesn't make any sense at all. That yeah. right there shows that there's no spine. That's hypocrisy. That's backpedaling. Right. So he gives some reasons, and let's let's discuss these. Um, however, he said he cannot allow the Montana's current medical marijuana law, which has allowed marijuana businesses to flourish, and the number of marijuana patients in Montana to balloon beyond 30,000 people, to continue. Quote, with the structure we have in place now, we have people using marijuana. We have people using Montana law to smoke marijuana just to smoke it. That's what I believe, Schweitzer said. 
He said he will not sign the bill. However, under state law, bills passed by the legislator become law if the governor does not act within 10 days of receiving the legislation. So you have all of these... You have all of these regulations in place for pharmaceuticals and prescription medications, yet you still have a lot of people abusing those. And when, a people, when people abuse those, there are massive negative consequences, both in the society those people live in, in the smaller communities, and to them personally. Now, if you have people that don't have cancer that are smoking pot, regardless of if it's to relax or because they have some sort of pain because they're active or whatever, they're not having negative effects on their life, their society, their communities. They're just fine. We've had this law since 04. And even with 30,000 plus people using it, show me the negative effects. What has happened? Nothing even close to how many negative effects there are from alcohol. Nothing even close to the negative effects from prescription medications. So your fears are unfounded. It's funny how, you know, if you look at the amount of prescription drug abuse that there is right now, I have yet to really see any kind of legislation other than the database that would help that situation. I'm a patient at one of these places And I'll tell you what, they are doing things, but it's things that make it harder for the patients. I have to now, once a year, submit to a drug test to make sure that I'm still doing okay. That drug test cost me $400. And yeah, I get it, it's just once a year, but I can barely afford to pay the $230 a month my prescription is, not to mention the doctor visits. Now you're going to add on this ridiculous drug test just to, because other people are abusing their shit, I have to pay $400? Like, you can't afford it. I can't afford it. And that's, that's appalling to me. I can't afford to live. Exactly. I won't be able to afford to live at all come July 1st. But again, we can, we, out of compassion of our hearts, have to give the marijuana to our people. We can't sell it. Like, how does that work? And in the chat, Justin Fan says, let's see the evidence he based that statement on. Transparency of information. I fully agree. We need full transparency in these decisions because we clearly cannot trust you to make good decisions anymore. WikiLeaks has showed us that. I think it just, it really is appalling. The fact that nobody in a political seat has realized that the amount of medical marijuana cardholders went up after... The memo came out. Yep. They felt safe. Yep. They felt safe. That's why they took that step. Yes, there was the whole JC caravan, stupid crap. So how many doctors have gotten their licenses taken away for running prescription farms? You don't shut down that whole industry. You shut down those doctors. So shut Chris down. Not the whole industry. It's not everybody. There are people in this industry, legitimately doing good. That was one dipshit out of how many? And We have few, better... Go ahead. We have better numbers than them. There's a few other, you know, dipshits out there who sure. make a bad name. But yes, there needs to be some way of regulating that. Hey, not taking it away from everybody. Right. When BP completely destroyed the Gulf, 
You didn't take oil away from everybody. You find BP. Like, we have our BPs, and every industry does. Every single one. That's human nature. Just like it's human nature to want to smoke some pot every now and then. We have endocannabinoid systems in our bodies. Yep. Sometimes we need to rejuvenate those, and it does us good. It's... It is insane that, you know, he's going to sit there and say, well, you know, this law is bad, it's wrong, blah, 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 yeah. but I'm going to let it happen. Justin Fenn says, so Schweitzer's basing his decision on some data no one has seen or his own gut feeling. I have a gut feeling there are weapons of mass destruction in a bunker in Montana. Let's invade. <laughs> I have a gut feeling there's oil on the moon. Go get it, boys. Yeah. Unbelievable. Laws on gut feelings don't work out. Not when they're laws that affect everybody. Come on. Uh, In the final days of the session, Schweitzer had tried to amend Senate Bill 423 to allow caregivers to have up to 25 patients, ooh, and allow them to make money from selling medicinal pot. Using an amendatory veto, Schweitzer also struck language that he said violated people's privacy rights. And the fact... So he worked that hard, and now he's going to say, eh. And the fact that that language was in this bill to begin with... You're going to allow it to happen. ...means that our legislators are completely out to get us. That is corruption in our government, and it is up to the people to remove that. What kind of politician honestly thinks that it's a good idea to openly and on paper say that things are unconstitutional or against people's privacy, and they're then do wrong, nothing they're bad, about it. and then do nothing about it. Allow it That's to terrible. become law. That's terrible. You know what? You think that the industry needs to be regulated? That's fine. Maybe hold a little conference with all the cops and tell them, listen, we need to focus on this, this, and this, but leave the people alone who aren't doing anything wrong. Don't take it away from everybody and say, you know, that's it. It's gone. It's gone. All of it's gone. And granted, there's still a couple things we can do. We'll talk about that after the story, but it's just frustrating. It's a waste of time and resources that we're even having to do this in the first place. The flip-flopping is mind-boggling. Who thinks that they'll get re-elected after openly saying that something is against our constitutional rights? Something is against, you know, our right to privacy, and then you're going to allow it to become law. Yeah. Does that mean that, like, if they come in and they try making a law that allows someone to come in and, like, shoot me? Is that you'll you... think it's wrong, <laughs> but it what couldn't do you do? It. My hands are tied. I'm gonna have to let them come and shoot ya. And you know, I can understand that people they they have this whole idea of a typical pothead, you know, and. It wasn't that at these legislative hearings. We had scientists and researchers and, like, our side presented the most amazing body of evidence I've ever seen put together in favor of cannabis. The opposition was up there lying, blatantly, perjurously lying, and coming up with these stories that are based on absolutely zero scientific factor evidence or anything anecdotal at best and look which way they went that right there tells me we need a huge massive overhaul of our montana government it's scary to see how people it can is. look at facts it and is go, 
and make decisions that affect the rest of us. Like, that Mm -hmm. is really scary. I know that this says here that scientifically and medically it's not dangerous, but... But I know this guy that... Said that the gangs and... That happened to be laced with PCP, but it was pot under it. And and he got it from a Mexican drug cartel that ran up here with it up their butt and everything, you know? I mean, come on. Oh, and then the guy died from cancer right Right, right, from the pot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The same pot that's actually shown to be kind of a, have the opposite effect (laughs) and help get rid of cancer or slow it down at least. Maybe they're all dyslexic and they don't want to admit it. Is that it? (laughs) Is is our government an equal opportunity employer? Because I swear to God, there's a bunch of retards in there, like just pounding out decisions and just killing us. You're killing us. No good. Uh, So, the House, the Senate Republicans accepted the amendments that he made dealing with patient privacy, but held firm to the three-patient and no-profit provisions. Schweitzer criticized the plan on Friday, saying it will decentralize marijuana growing in the state, making it more difficult to monitor where the drug is going. The drug is going everywhere because it's a plant. Dude. Yeah, but see, the thing is that you're cutting the industry up so much that it's going to be black market again. Yeah. You're not going to be able to track anything. If you had the choice to go through all this ridiculous, and if you look in the in the bill itself, full diagnostic scans, x-rays, MRIs, CAT scans, two doctors, I'm going to just go here and buy it and not do all that. Hmm, you're not getting rid of dollars or a fifty dollar bag. You're not getting rid of the people that are wanting to provide it. You're just gonna make it have to be on the down low. And it was like that for how long? What, and are, people what do you smoked? think they're gonna say when they get two patients? Two patients and no providers in the state of Montana yeah. after July 1st. And honestly, after this, I almost I want to encourage you not to renew your card just to make a statement. And I want to see them get zero renewals. I want I want you to send your renewal in with a picture of a big middle finger that says no thanks. Can we do that? Uh, let's send some sort of message. They're going to get all... inundated with a bunch of like Good. horribly offensive pictures. Good. Good. <laughs> Because this is worse than horribly offensive pictures. My pictures don't govern how you have to live your life. This does, unconstitutionally, at that. That is not good. Uh, Quote, we're going to have 10,000 people growing marijuana. Let's say 90% of them are on the complete up and up. That means 10% are selling marijuana in the alley. Where did you get that number? Well, I have a number for you. Let's say we have 28,000 people growing marijuana. Let's say 10% of them are on the complete up and up. And 90% of them are selling it in the alley, as you so kindly put it. Because that's what's going to happen. No one is going to jump through your ridiculous flaming hoops. We're not going to do it. I'm telling you, we will not do it. Are you going to arrest all of us? Because then you did create some jobs, like I said before, in the prison system. Nice work. Mm -hmm. How, How productive are we when half of our state is in jail because of a plant? Now, how silly does that sound, Governor? How silly does that sound? What are you so worried about? We're good people. We really are. But when we get pushed, 
sometimes we just we don't have enough cheeks to turn and we have to push back and as as sad as that is to do to another human like look what you're doing you're making us criminals have you ever do you ever remember an industry getting shut down because it grew no I thought that was encouraged and fostered and given bailout money when they fail. Yeah, I mean, I have never in the 30 years that I've been on this planet Mm -hmm. do not ever remember an industry getting shut down because it was growing. We're all going to need bailout money, but because you put us all in jail, Mm -hmm. not because, (laughs) you know. Uh, He says we have Representative Tom Barry. From Roundup, he is not surprised the governor would accept the bill and defended its tight provisions. Quote, we worked closely with law enforcement with what their views were and how they would want the law to be changed. Really? Or did you tell them how they were going to be? Because they do what you say. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. the whole chain of command. Uh, raids and warnings. Is that what they were? Warnings? Were you warning us? Did you put our name on the board? Scaring the crap out of us. Naughty, naughty. Are you growing plants? That's a no-no. That's Montana. What are they called? Montanso? Whatever. They own all the seeds. Monsanto? Monsanto, yeah. Yeah. What are you, Monsanto? (laughs) Like, come on. It's disgusting. Uh, They sent... The raids and warnings from U.S. attorneys sent the legislator a signal that the federal government was taking a harder line against medical marijuana than previously thought. Uh, Schweitzer's proposal did not go far enough in complying with federal law, he said. That same federal law that they said we were supposed to be okay? As long that as we were... That was a memo. Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um... A memo is not a law. That's true. It's not. So maybe next time, Obama, you go all the way. <laughs> I mean, right? you kind of half-assed this one, and look what happened. You destroyed our state. Thanks. <laughs> uh, quote, how could we as a state of Montana pass a law that was going to be totally contrary to federal law and, I think, put patients at risk, he said. Because... You're supposed to stand up for the people when the federal law is based on ridiculous bullshit. Usually. Why do we have federal law then? Why, why aren't we all just submitting to the federal government? Why do we have state law individually? If, we're not, if it gives us no protection, what's the point? So you can have a job? Well, then fuck it. You're all fired. We have the president and the federal law, and that's all we need. If right, if this is that, that's that's exactly what it feels. And you might like. as well just throw the Constitution away while we're at it. We don't need that. I mean, Washington's even dealing with it. I mean, they're being told that if they pass certain laws, the feds are going to take a hard stand on them. Why do the feds have they such a hard on be for marijuana? Because if you're they in the don't, they can't figure out how to make the most amount of money off of it. So they let's can't figure out suffer how to make because sure we of it. can't all grow it and Ugh. we can't all get it ourselves. Good job, they guys. They want to make sure that they can figure out how we have to get it from them. Protecting and serving, right? Without having to admit that they've been wrong for the last 80 or 90 years. Well, that's we know you've been you're the only one that hasn't accepted the fact that everything you've been upholding as far as marijuana legislation goes has been incorrect. We've all accepted that. We've. Why do you think? Do you think we would smoke pot if it made us crazy and rape people? Not some of us might still, sure, but not the majority of us. 
We smoke it because we know it's not bad for us. And in fact, we're learning that it's quite good for us. I don't us. drink. I don't either. I can't stand it. And people that drink when they drink to excess are I the most stupid. annoying people I've ever met in my life. I don't like being that person. I don't like that smell. I, there was a long time in my life when I was younger that I would not date a girl if she drank because that smell... Like, when I would kiss a girl that had that smell, I would seriously get sick. Like, I, I hated it. I can't handle smelling alcohol on other people. It makes me sick. But then again, when I did drink, I drank with purpose. So, it's a good thing I don't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that's legal. That's encouraged. That's shown as the only way we can lubricate ourselves in our awkward human-to-human contact outside of the office. You know? Like, you can't... Can you imagine a, a bar full of people not drinking? Mm-hmm. It would be quiet. It would be weird and awkward with little pockets of individuals, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it helps. But it does have some massive negative consequences. Nothing anywhere near to what pot does. Right. And see, the the thing that's confusing also, just like uh, Orange Justin fan pointed out. Orange? Is that are we color coding I'm now? I'm color coding that's that cool. because it's easier than saying the numbers. Nice, nice. For sure. Um, Montana doesn't want the federal government to have control over certain aspects of our guns and just, you know, selling them, manufacturing them. There's aspects of it. The federal government wants to have more control, and Montana wants to stop them from doing that. Well, hey, it's federal law, it guys. It doesn't Roll make over. sense that our government is so willing to pick and choose which federal laws they'll bend to and which state laws they'll uphold. I mean, they need to figure out, are we going to tell the federal government to leave us alone and that we want to make our own laws? Right. Or are we going to bow to the federal government and do whatever they say to do? This in-between act makes me sick <laughs> because you're always picking the things you want to right. keep locked. What happened to we the, the people? I, I'm paying this you. This is you, the government, not we the people. <laughs> well, I was paying you. Now that I don't have a job, you're going to be a little broke for a minute. Sorry. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Join <was> the club. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tough economy. Duh, duh. I don't know. what. The, there's nothing... Nothing more infuriating than that. Well, and I that. don't even, I don't know. And every and a lot of people are worried, too, that they're going to get, like, raided on July 1st. Yeah. Well. We'll see. I got <laughs> I, I know, what I know a place. That, so, if you need help, info at hotboxpodcast.com. <laughs> Orange um, Justin fan says, but I want a bazooka to hunt deer with because I'm a Montanan. And that's your God-given right, and my dynamite friend. dynamite to fish with, too. That's right. And 50 cows mounted on my hum-fucking-V. Sure. <laughs> so, meanwhile, men, uh, medical marijuana advocates have argued that the bill is unrealistic, duh, since it will ask people who are severely ill to care for their own plants and will push people to buy marijuana illegally. Uh, duh. They also warn that the reform bill will put thousands of people out of work. Quote, it's nothing but a black market prohibition bill. Jim Gringrig, executive director of the MMGA, he says it's going to result in 10,000 lost jobs. It is disastrous to the state economy. Uh, yes, call. You're live on the hot box. Holla. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Good. It's Mark Kicking. Oh, what's up, Mark? Not much. Just wanted to uh, make sure that uh, we thanked everybody for coming out to the rally on Saturday at the Capitol. How did that go? 
It was great. Actually, when I first got there and started setting up, the lieutenant governor came out, and uh, I talked to him for a little bit about what we were doing there, and he seemed pretty supportive of it. He said it was a tough spot that the legislature put the governor in uh, because they have the votes to take away his veto even. So that would make it that would make it tough for, for us other than to do a, a citizen's referendum. And that and seems what people have on their minds, petitions, stuff like that. Is that's it exactly what everybody's going to have to do? Let me ask you and, though, real quick, uh, is, sure. is it worth it to do that? They haven't listened this far. If we do that, how I, I'm curious what's what's it'll there just, to make them but I'm curious how they'll let that happen because they've worked so hard and they've been so unconstitutional and shady in the ways they've prevented it from getting where it needs to be. I'm curious. Well, I don't if think that they can. I think that the if we get a referendum, it has to be enacted, right, Mark? Yeah, we have to gather all the signatures, and what that does is that actually allows us to put it on the ballot at the next election. Um, and then the people of Montana will have to decide whether or not they want the new rules to take effect or whether or not they want 148 to still be in play. Okay, so either way, everybody is shut down on July 1st, though. Yeah, unless unless you have a really small shop and can make it with two patients if you're facing <laughs> yourself. Right. Well, yeah, because my my landlord is without selling any of it. Yeah, my landlord's giving right. me uh, a place to do that for free because he's compassionate. Oh yeah, it's all over the paper. It's now. because of all the money he's saving on his prescriptions, you know. Right. I uh, I was joking with some of our patients, telling them that we're gonna have to give them the marijuana for free, but the bag's gonna cost them fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Good plan there, Mark. So, Good plan. See those uh, damn potheads. The rally goes, I think we had about 50 people, 60 people at the rally. Uh, we walked down and around onto the street corner, and that's where we spent the majority of our time. Uh, we got a lot of supportive vehicles passing by. And one thing that I really noticed at this rally is that when you start getting a group of people together that don't know each other, conversations start building and friendships are made. Yep. And you get to meet other people in the industry. And, and that's what's so great about uh, marijuana in general, not just medical marijuana, is that it allows you to make those connections easily with people. The biggest problem that we have in Montana right now, and, and I'm sure a lot of people recognize this, is that we don't have one big cohesive group. We have a bunch of little, bunch of little splintered fractures and fractions all over the state. And the thing that needs to change between now and the time we start getting these these petitions signed is that we need to make sure that we have one consensus group um, and people who are in charge of those groups and who are accountable um, for making sure certain things happen. This way things don't get lost um, in the process of getting all these signatures. It's a lot of time it takes to get this done, and we have to make sure that Everybody who wants to be in charge and lead one of these little small uh, little armies in your neighborhood and your community to get signatures, get a hold of Jimmy One Green Thumb and give him your name and your number or Monica Blanchard, and they're going to be keeping a list of all this stuff, and they can really help keep us all organized 
so that when we have to come together as a as a medical cannabis community in Montana and just citizens in general to revolt against the bullshit that's been pulled this year, yep. we're able to do that as effectively as possible. That's awesome. And that's we did we talked a lot about that uh when we were at the Missoula Expo that there was a lot of fragmentation and you know, hitting the legislator with twenty different bills from fifteen different groups, you know, you have normal trying to do the full legalization recreational then you have all these different individual groups all with their own end like we all have to get together and figure out what it is that is most important to us what it is going to be the most feasible to get enacted and then focus all of our energy and resources on that and that's that's what makes me so disgusted is the fact that we have to waste our time doing this rather than being in the lab with our strains, rather than being with our patients, rather than any of, of a myriad of things that we could be doing. I have a, a hip-hop album I'm trying to finish. I have time to be going out collecting signatures because your head is up your ass, and that's what kind of legislation comes out? Like, that is appalling. Yeah, we need to save our hours so we can send them all a bill for our time to yeah, do their work. Absolutely. <laughs> we should. Absolutely. Along with your middle finger renewal card. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what do you think people should do? Should they renew or should they just say, you know what? Fine, forget it. Actually what we're doing right now is we're telling all of our patients to uh uh hold off until a final decision has been made. Yeah. So we know how how to react. I would love it uh, if no one renewed, if they well, all just stood up and sent a statement and, and said no. Uh, did they decide if cards were valid until their expiration date, or is it that everything is null and void as of July 1st? Uh, I think I read today that the cards that will have the right to expire, and then any new cards after June 1st have to qualify under the October 1st guidelines. But if your card is still valid, you have to wait until the providers can start up again, and then you have to go through and find a provider that will give it to you, right? You either can choose a provider or you can grow your own. You have to decide which way you're going to do it. Right, but I guess what I was asking was you won't be able to go to the caregiver on the back of your current card as of July 1st, right? Not unless that caregiver is registered, re-registered with the state. So it all starts over. Right. And so that means people are going to have to sign up to give away medicine. Right. So those of us that didn't... And and the fees are going to increase too, I'm sure. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. Milk it dry, baby. So those of us that never did get our cards, they will be sending back our $150, I, I take it? Or... Well, you won't get the money back for the doctor. Was that just a donation? Probably not. That's just a donation. I uh, amazing. Lesson learned. Some, they are doing right? some crazy stuff. Uh, yeah. One of my brother's friends ended up getting eight copies of her card in one day. And they were wow. all separately and en- separate envelopes and everything. Wow. Appalling. All right. Well, thanks yeah, for the call, Mark. They're starting to sample the, the product that they. Yeah, yeah I know, before. right? <laughs> yeah. Oh well. No well, problem. thank you guys. Yeah, for you sure. Yeah, thanks. Stay Mark. strong and thanks for the battle, Mark Higgins, everyone. So, looking bleak. 
Uh, let's finish this up here. Schweitzer was skeptical of the argument that the law will make it nearly impossible for legitimate users to get marijuana. Oh, yeah, because we all have the money for right, that. Right, because we all get paid $200,000 a year, right? Four doctor's visits. Sure, Two no doctor's signatures. How, you want me to piss in a cup again for $400? Sure, I'm made of money. I can barely afford to go to a doctor once. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. I used to back when I had health insurance, but you remember back when the economy took a dump on everyone's face? That's when we had to get rid of our health insurance so that we could, you know, afford to stay in business. I don't have health insurance because apparently my job isn't valid and will be gone as of July 1st, so I have to look <laughs> for another job and hope maybe they have health insurance. But then yeah. again, everything that I'm dealing with right now might be considered a pre-existing condition, so I wouldn't even get yep. help then. Amazing. Uh, that is so amazing. Wow, I said that pretty Thank quick. You Sorry, everybody. Guys. <laughs> uh, quote, my guess is there will be a very active business in not producing marijuana. Hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, I don't grow pot. Okay, how's that working out for you? Well, I don't get paid, so I don't pay bills, but you know, it's 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 a living. It's or it's not a living. Come on, dude. Uh, but selling grow boxes to help people grow marijuana. So, there you go. There's the industry. Montana, home of the grow box. Because our government is just... I don't even know. I, I don't even know. Uh, Schweitzer said... Or Schweitzer was unequivocal about the effect the law will have on marijuana businesses across the state. Some of which provide pot to hundreds of people. Quote, July 1st. They're out of business, he said. Thanks. So there you have it. Gov sticking up for who? We the people? No. Not not at all. So you want to... Uh, we mentioned that there's a silent rally planned. Yes. Do you want to tell everyone about that? Yes. All right. So um, on... May 5th, which is Thursday, Schweitzer is scheduled to be in Whitefish at the Chamber of Commerce. Um, he's got a little thing that he's doing there. And so what everybody is hoping for and what we're going for is a silent rally lining the streets of Whitefish with hopefully hundreds of peaceful demonstrators dressed in in their best. What are we demonstrating? Uh, that Schweitzer needs to still veto 423. He's got 10 days, so there's still a few days to maybe get him to the point where he goes, you know what, I was wrong. I am going to veto this because it is unconstitutional, and there's a lot of people out there that it affects. It has happened before. I mean, it's possible. That's Right, so we're going to try to do that. We're going to go there and film some footage? Uh, do you work on Thursday at 11 a.m.? Oh, yeah. Shit. I'll take the day off. <laughs> I might have a job or an interview. I don't know. Right. I'll have to see. Well, if we can, we'll get <laughs> some footage. I hope so, but we'll see. <laughs> um, it's very important and should help cause help our cause immensely. Um, bring simple black and white signs saying, please veto SB 423. We want to dress appropriately and be respectful. No negative feedback. We need to try to show him that people in this industry are respectful. They are stand-up people who aren't going to run at him screaming. 
every time he's on the street. Um, it would help our industry immensely if as many people as possible could line the streets of Whitefish. Everybody needs to be there at 11 a.m. Also, as a side note, um, the Whitefish Chamber of Commerce is organizing a uh, a little get-together with Brian Schweitzer. Um, uh, and so what they're doing is from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., it's going to be in the Whitefish Chamber. It's $20 to get into the event. Um, and that would give you a little bit of maybe possible FaceTime talking to him. But I'm not saying if you go, you should, you know, try to bully your way in and get in his face. Right. I'm just saying it's a, it's another little side note you could do. Everybody should check out Facebook. There's uh, an event for it. Um, it's the Silent Rally in Whitefish, Thursday, 11 a.m., and we'll post something in the forums probably um, and on our Facebook page just to kind of help everybody know what's going on. But I mean, like I said, as many people need to be there by 11 a.m. as possible because he will be driving through town and coming outside probably. And I'm sure also watching the news later on that night and the news usually goes through and uh, videotapes that kind of stuff. Yep. And you can just hop in there and be like, hey, hotboxpodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. Yay. So, well, as many people, you know, do what you guys feel you need to do. And, yeah. So, what's next? Um. Well, did you want to go over Schweitzer's page really quick? Uh. Yeah, sure. Let's read some. Uh, <laughs> I've been refreshing here. Let's. Did you have any in mind, or should we just kind of randomly go through it? Go ahead and go All through right. it, because um, there's a few on there that are... I'll look and see if I can let's find Let's see that. how many people are actually saying, good job, Schweitzer. That's way to stand up for the people. So, uh, Lisa Reynolds says the vote to send the bill to his desk had more than enough legislators to override the veto. Governor Schweitzer vetoed the repeal bill and prevented the legislator from repealing the law outright. He issued an amendatory veto to this bill, but the legislators rejected his amendments. Those are the facts. Thank you. Uh, Guy Silvernail says, I guess there's an empty jail in Hardin waiting for us people. Is there more money to be made incarcerating us? Anyone comes to my door, I'm shooting. I don't feel oh. like going to prison, and I'm willing to die to stay out of it. Are you Governor Nannies willing to die to put me in there for a crime that is not really a crime? Huh? Apparently uh, so. Bruce Johns. Governor Schweitzer, you seem to have been duped into the hyperbole that 423 would be better than the current mess. With respect. Dot, dot, dot. You are incorrect. Please reconsider this travesty. People are going to suffer if you do nothing and throw it to the courts. Uh, guy again says, too bad I had to like this page to comment. Governor, please reconsider 423. The economic impact of this bill is astronomical. The state is going to pay for this bill. End it now before we lose our jobs, our businesses, and our good health. Thanks for your consideration. Lexi Latre says, Governor Schweitzer, I'm begging you, please, please... Just go back through and reread SB 423. It's completely ridiculous. 
No matter what you do at every turn, you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Joel Falk says, Brian, there are 30,000 of us. It takes an army of drug dealers to supply us. Are you going to let that army mobilize? Veto this bill and let's have a mass rescreening, but do not let the illicit juggernaut gain its momentum. Can't you see how much more damage that will cause? Take the bull by the horns, Brian. Mm-hmm. Come on, Brian. Cindy Nelson says, Brian, I met you in high school, year 2000. You came into Mr. Fuller's class at FHS and told us you were going to do something different for our generation, and it was up to us to help make the change. You said you must vote. I did. For you. I believed in you since then, 11 years. I thought you were a farmer citizen making his way for the real Montanans in this state, not just another politician. Reconsider. Stand up for us, for you. You know this bill is a steaming turd built by uneducated, self-absorbed, small-minded, old-world-style legislators. This is our world now. My generation, we will change the world one vote at a time. Reconsider. It's the right choice. Dan Olson says, I've never been an activist until I seen the politicians blatantly disregard the voters. 62% of Montana's voted the current law in. Huh? Remember that? Back in 04. Do you remember that? God, what a beautiful day. These politicians in Montana are supposed to be the voice of the people, not hang out in the Capitol fulfilling their own agenda. Huh? So, how does that tea taste? Robbie, Robbie Regnaminator says, I hear you get all... Yeah, that's exactly how it's spelled. Uh, I hear you get all you can drink after you sell out your constituents. Hope you drowned in it. I won't be voting for you anymore. Just go back to your ranch. I will put my effort into reminding everyone how you sold them out. So forget about any more public offices. You'll have to find another way to fleece us. Ooh. Uh, someone here have posted uh, another tyrant to be against. Americans against Jeff Essman. Not a fan of him either. Uh, Smoking Buds says, Say something about this, Brian. 3094 here and the other 30,000 medical people would like to know why you are doing this. Why did you lose your backbone by making the choice not to do nothing? Which means you support this bill and letting this pass. What a shame. Why are you destroying lives and helping make the Oxy Company all the money, which is a company not from Montana? At least with the medical, we can keep the money here in Montana where it belongs. We can keep Montana people here and give a lot more than we take. But what you are doing is blaming everyone and passing the buck like all politicians do while they pray the issues disappear. You make me embarrassed to be from here. Brian, you're making people ashamed to be Montanans. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Ryan Rummel says, All right, been calling my Mexican cartel buddies, telling them to make sure to load up the weed with their next amphetamine shipment. Might as well help someone's economy. <laughs> Michael Apostle says, I think we need to clear this up. Can legislators change their mind and vote to approve a veto if Governor Schweitzer vetoes SB 423? People, Schweitzer, plants, perhaps, keep saying 
veto-proof majority. But if legislators can change their minds, which Democrats might do if Governor Schweitzer showed some leadership in this issue, then veto-proof majority is just a myth. Ganja Garden says, hey, everybody who's pissed about the medical legislation, add him on Facebook, forming an army. Let's get signatures. Heidi Hanford says, hey, everybody who's pissed about the medical legislation, add me on Facebook. You guys are using this page to spam. I love it. We did it too, though. I know. <laughs> Julie, Julie Rigella says, I'm really doubtful that Brian reads any of the things people are posting. I think calling his office directly would be more productive. Word. So. JT Nelson says, Dear sir, please veto SB 423. The Republicans wasted their time perusing a repeal bill. Thank you for the veto on that one. This bill is close, is as close to repeal as they could get, in direct contrast to the will of the voters. Please do the right thing and let the GOP have what they deserve. Nothing. You deserve nothing. Nothing. You're not worth the skin you occupy. You've done nothing in this world but take and take and destroy and suck the life out of. You're worse than the rest of us parasites killing the planet because you're profiting from it. We're just trying to survive and you're profiting from it and that is fucking disgusting. Crazy Susie says, can't find one person on this page who is on the governor's side. Interesting. I wonder why. What is up with that? That's right. There should tell you that the people in Montana are speaking and you're not listening. Mm -hmm. This isn't the end of this by far. Lawyers will be having a heyday. Courts will be filled with people fighting for their rights. And you will be sitting back with your veto branding irons. I believed in you. Wow. Was I wrong? You've let Montana down, Mm -hmm. Brian. You can redeem yourself. You can save this. And your career politically. Just veto it and be done with this garbage. Uh, Let's read a few more here. Lisa Reynolds says, let's keep the facts in mind. The vote to send the bill to his desk was a veto-proof majority. He did manage to keep them from repealing the law outright, took a few of the most unconstitutional aspects of the original bill out, and he's let everyone know how he feels about it. The legislators rejected the rest of his fixes, we need a campaign to fix this on the ballot or in the courts. Um, Franchon Stern says, Governor Schweitzer, please reconsider letting 423 lapse into law. The people of the state support the rights of patients working together with their doctors to make decisions about their care. More oversight and better enforcement measures are what is needed, not this repeal in disguise. Uh, Amy Huckle says, please get out your branding iron for 423. Uh, Cheryl Noel says, we elected you to listen to us and protect us. By taking medical marijuana away, you are not protecting us. You are harming us. As a mother, I would rather have my child who has chronic pain use medical marijuana instead of narcotics. As a mother, did you hear that, safe commie mommies? This is a real mother. Take notes. What would you prefer for your child if he, she had an illness that caused chronic pain or a terminal disease. Can you honestly say you would want them to use narcotics that may not help? I guess he will just have a bunch of hopped-up, drug-addicted people running loose. Gee, I will sleep well knowing that. Please listen to your people that elected you, and remember, we can choose to re-elect you or not. Mm-hmm. We have the majority. Look at the polls. You know this. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there's one further down, Dan Olson. I thought we were trying to fix the economy. Thousands of jobs lost, hundreds of broken leases or rental agreements broken, small business owners' lives destroyed, yep. possible home foreclosures, money going into taxes lost, money spent on prosecution of the black market sellers, as well as the patients who will undoubtedly have to turn to the black market. All this money for our state, gone. Man, the burning $100 bills in Helena. Amazing. And like I said, here's a link in the chat since I see uh, more of you in. If you haven't read this, take a minute and read it. Look at what we pay them to do. It, it's appalling. It is very disgusting. <laughs> so there's that. And again in the chat here is, and we'll post these in the forums, uh, this is his page. You have to like it to post a comment, but definitely I didn't see one comment that said, hey, Brian, good on you. You did right. You did right by me, son. Melissa Mower, I think. Is this the one Heidi pointed out in the chat? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay, did we read that one yet? Uh, I don't know. In case you do not have the opportunity to view your page here online, I have copied your entire thread with all of these comments, and nice. I will make sure to start faxing them to you Monday. Nice. Although there are enough, it may take all week to fax. Either way, you will see these comments and hear what these folks have to say. Nice. And again, you guys should definitely be calling still. 406-444-3111. Thank you. Uh, in the chat here, Jimmy says, thousands of folks that just lost their jobs will be headed to North Dakota to work now. Uh, mm -hmm. Justin Fan Green says, Brian doesn't care. He is at terms limits and said how he is happy to go into the private sector. He has allowed all the natural resource development bills to go through. He plans to jump on the oil and coal bandwagon. That's what it sounds like to me. That's interesting. So let's just keep, you know wrecking the shit out of the environment and not look into alternative ways to uh, provide energy. Good. It's good. Justin Fan, Dark Green, says, I like black market. My prices just went through the roof! $50 eighths, $150 half O's. Who wants them? Yep. All about the money, Jimmy One. Green Thumb Green says. So, there you go. Got a story uh, before we wrap this show up with a cute little bow and upload it to the normal network and to hotboxpodcast.com. That's our site, of course. The Real Reefer Madness. I love this. What is... This is from uh, Washington, from Seattle. What is The Real Reefer Madness, Sandy? Uh, apparently, Could <laughs> medical marijuana regulation. Is medical marijuana regulation the real reefer madness? If you look at SB 423, I would say absolutely. Yes. You have to be Hit crazy. Hit the nail on the head. Yeah, so apparently in Washington right now, um, they've got some stuff going on too, so I guess it's not just us. Um, a smart politician picks Friday afternoons to bring out news sure to be received badly. So it was with Governor Christine Grigore's veto of key prov provisions in legislation designed to bring uniformity to the gray market of medical marijuana distribution. The real change lies with and must be made at the federal level, said Grigori. Right. That takes away instantly 
any of those excuses we heard standing by what she said she would do that but i fully agree (laughs) like if if you really want to get this thing at at its nuts you got to hit it at the federal level because that's what everyone falls back on every single time they have a problem. But they won't let us do that, and that's the part where we're stuck in, and it sucks right now. That's that's where it's going to get either bloody, hopefully not, or diplomatically changed. But right. yeah, it's it's eighty. You're trying to reverse almost a hundred years of this thought pattern you know yep. you're that's that takes a lot of work uh-huh. or a complete restructuring which i'm all about um the uh da, da, da. she knows full <laughs> well that antiquated unjust federal laws are not going to be reformed given a conservative congress and an election focused risk adverse white house increasingly in this state and country uniformity is going out the window People's rights or ability to engage in certain activities has has come to depend entirely on where they reside. The feds raided medical marijuana dispensaries in Spokane last week. They would catch hell doing likewise in Seattle and King County. You think? Probably they stand up for that or just it depends on where you live. And like here in Montana, we didn't have anybody who really stood up to the federal government and said, you can't come in our state and do that. You know, it's scary when you live in a place and it's our entire state, at least Washington. There's parts of it where you can feel safe. Right. Um, State law appears to protect medical users who grow their own cannabis, authorize someone to grow it for them or come together to cultivate their supplies. The feds can still raid, however, where they choose. I support allowing the medical use of marijuana, Gregory said. Almost in the next breath, however, she noted that possessing cannabis to relieve pain is still a federal crime, adding that this issue is of extreme complexity. But a few basic truths need recognizing. Medical marijuana users cause no pain to society. They are about relieving pain. Pain That's what we've been saying the whole time. Pain knows no boundaries of political climate or geography. Does one set of politics apply in a city where Gregory went to law school and another on this side of the Cascade Curtain? We still see about 800,000 drug possession arrests in America each year. The war on drugs is a miserable failure, perpetuated only by the bureaucracy it spawns. The 40-year war hasn't stopped people from smoking cannabis. Use among teenagers is up of late and succeeds only in wounding reputations. The best and brightest trapes above it. Over Our 44th president has written of teenage marijuana use in his autobiography. A youthful marijuana bust did not hinder the rapid rise of a top potential Obama challenger, Governor Mitch Daniels of Indiana. Future Vice President Al Gore lit up for six years before his election to Congress. So a legal tangle persists. The, mo- the most we can hope for hope is for the Washington legislator in its special session to deliver up those slices of the brownie that Governor Gregory is willing to accept. It gives lawmakers something to do while budget negotiations proceed behind closed doors. Awesome. I hope they can do something because we're not leading the the way anymore at all. No, don't look at us, please. Don't, please. We're like in the corner so ashamed of ourselves, just crying. Yeah. I feel like I just got raped. Can I say that? Because that's kind of how I feel. Did, did we all just... What happened? Did, 
Did you slip something in my drink? We got roofied. My, I know. That's what it feels like, right? Like, I could have sworn the, the last thing I remember is voting for medical marijuana. And I woke up here, pants around my ankles, like, really sore, like, uncomfortably sore. And I just, I don't remember a thing, Sandy. I know. It's scary. What happened? It? What happened? I wish I could tell you. Uh, there are some good links being posted in the chat uh, for the live listeners. Uh, we'll try and get these in the forums for the podcast listeners. Hotboxpodcast.com slash forums. If you are listening right now and you want to go post that up in there. Uh, we have the followthemoney.org database that shows the top contributors for uh, Mr. Schweitzer here. A lot of lawyers, lobbyists, um, a lot of telecom money stuff like that so interesting Jimmy one green thumb says if joseph is listening joseph casias our friend over in uh yeah. uh michigan yep michigan the guy that got, got fired, fired from, from walmart, walmart yeah right? unjustly so- i might add i'm sorry for all the up talking about my state i have told you in the last six months I know, we were. I have to go through and change every single rap song I ever wrote saying that Montana is the place to be for amazing pot. You you make me so sad. You make me want to move. And that sucks cuz I like it here. Talking about I like it here. I really like it here. And you're going to make this place a shithole to live in with a bunch of dilapidated unpopulated buildings. You're not doing good. This isn't there nothing is good about this at all. Nothing. And this is definitely not what we paid you for. Absolutely not. I want my money back. Absolutely. <laughs> so and then there's uh if you're not registered to vote, you may want to be. Uh this happens to have some issues that concern all of us. So mm-hmm. uh there's the flathead.mt.gov election documents there and then uh if you want to check to see if you are uh, able to vote, that link is canivote.org. Mm-hmm. So peep that noise, suckers. So yep, yep, yep. was there anything else uh, before we call this thing an episode? I'm very disappointed it? in the state that I've spent my entire life in. Yeah. And I've lived in a lot of other states, and I do. I legitimately, I hated it here when I first moved here. State for thirty years of my life. Well, I mean, okay, when I was a baby, and I don't remember, I lived in other states. That doesn't count. When I was four years old, and I moved back here, where five generations of my family has lived before me. Yeah, I was happy. I went to Colorado, kind of bragged about my state a little bit, even though everybody yeah. thought we didn't have electricity and we yeah. all went in outhouses still. Boardwalk, freaking sidewalks and shit. I hated it here when I first moved here, but oh, then I as I got older, I like, I love it here. I hate it I in other that. places. I love it here. I mean, sometimes I'll miss a big city, but I mean, that's because I want to go visit one. It's I don't not know. because as I want to go I have live the, in one. The internet, I'm good, I think. But yeah, so that's that. Good luck, everyone. Watch your backs. Be careful out there. It's going to turn into a very, very dangerous place soon, if you know what I mean. So definitely stay safe. Uh, Hotboxpodcast.com slash forums. Even if we're unable to do shows, we're usually on the forums and the Facebook page. 
facebook.com slash hotbox podcast and you can follow the twitter i usually post on that sandy posts on that it's twitter.com slash hotbox podcast got lots of cool videos youtube.com slash hotbox podcast check those out and uh, if you ever have anything to say you can leave a message at 406-204-4687 we both listen to those you can text me personally 406-848-1739 so Check that out and join our social network and participate and be active. And go to Whitefish at 11 a.m. on Thursday. That's right. And, uh, yeah, keep keep up on the sites. If you don't want your business shut down July 1st, you can handle closing for a couple of hours. Yep. And get your patients to go there, and everybody needs to line the streets. He needs to see numbers. Yeah, not just Facebook wall messages. Like, he needs to see human beings out there pissed at what he did. Yep. Or what he's not doing, I should say. Yep. So, uh, show Tuesday? Are we kind of flying on a seat of the pants? TBA. Okay. TBA. So, just uh, keep I up on the face. I have a job interview in the morning. Right. We'll know a little bit more. So we'll post. You know, you're friends with me on Facebook. You're friends with Sandy on Facebook. We post there and then Twitter and all that. So we'll we'll let you know. We'll do our best, definitely, though. We we got to, you know, be a voice and, and let you guys know what's going on. So there you go. And uh, thank you, Sandy. Thank it's you, It's been Matt. A, a pleasure hosting this thing with you. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Peace. If you like, you like, this is where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.